One of the hardest jobs for a founder and CEO is to hire a great engineering team. And if you're based in the Bay, competing with the salaries of Google and Facebook does not make it any easier, which is why I'm really excited to introduce our next sponsor, Turing. Turing makes it really easy to build a software engineering team. Go to Turing.com and they will find you hand-selective top-tier engineers that can work with you on a remote basis. Turing.com is backed by Foundation Capital, Founders Fund, other execs from Google, Facebook, Amazon, and more. And they are on a path to help companies like you find a remote engineering team and not spend years doing it. So if this is interesting to you in any capacity, I would check out Turing.com, T-U-R-I-N-G.com. And when they ask you, how'd you hear about Turing, make sure to tell them you came from the Forward Thinking Founders podcast, specifically tell them Matt Sherman 6, 6 is in the month June, and get that remote engineering team today, not in six months, not in a year, today. And by the way, you get a two-week risk-free trial to give it a shot. So what are you waiting for? Go to Turing.com, T-U-R-I-N-G.com, and I'll see you over there. Now let's get into the show. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions of the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Joe Braidwood, who's a co-founder of Scener. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going very well. Thanks, Matt. How are you? I'm doing really well. Super excited to be talking. For people that that don't know, which is probably all of you, Joe and I went through the same accelerator last year, and we haven't talked in a little while. So excited to, to catch up and learn about all about Scener. But for people that don't know what Scener is, don't have the context that I have, can you kind of go into what is Scener for people that haven't heard yeah. of it before? So at its most simple, Scener is a virtual movie theater. It's a place where you can hang out with your friends, while enjoying great TV and movies. And we have built Cena to be a Chrome extension. So you install it on your laptop and imagine it a bit like sort of Netflix meets Zoom. So you can watch uh, subscription content from Netflix, HBO Now and HBO Go, but you can also uh, enable video text and um, audio chat with, with your best friends in, in a sort of virtual theater. So let's talk about how it works like on a user experience level. So let's say I'm sitting at home in Phoenix, Arizona, and I want to watch something with my friends in Michigan or like my friends, you know, LA or whatever. Do we get on, do we go on like scener.com slash? Is it a Chrome extension? Is it, is it, can you kind of describe, I guess, how someone yeah. would interact with Scener? So it, it is a Chrome extension. So you would, um, make sure that you're on a Mac or a PC and then you just go to senior.com and it will load it up. So you can say, uh, get started if you don't have it already or start watching if you do. And that loads up what we call the senior sidebar. So you get this uh, pop-up window that has the opportunity for you to rejoin a previous session or create a new theater, we call it. And so if you hit create theater, it will then give you this short code that you share with your friends or a link with the code baked into it. And that would enable them to just, punch in that link and then get the extension as well. And then you're all sort of unified in the same virtual theater together. At that point, someone, usually you, cause you in this hypothetical situation, you started the session, uh, you would have the remote control. So it's a bit like being on the couch with friends. And that means that Netflix or HBO pops up on your screen and you can then navigate and pick what you'd like to watch. And then as your friends join the session, um, whatever you have decided to watch will be, 
uh, mirrored in a, in, a, in a window with Netflix or HBO on their side. Um, one of the very specific things that differentiates Cena from other co-watching products that have gone before is unlike, um, you know, some, some, some of the ways that you can do this on Twitch or on Discord or on um, products that existed in the past, like Rabbit, Cena is not sharing your screen. It is synchronizing your subscription video services, which means two things. One, you need a subscription. Everyone in the room needs a subscription. Who doesn't have a subscription to Netflix right now? Um, but two, it also means that all of the high quality and all of the hard work that each of those services has put into delivering video content to their users, uh, Cena rides on top of that. So you get the high quality video experience of a Netflix or an HBO, but you then augment it with social video with you and your friends hanging out together. It's really fun. So you've built a, a virtual movie theater um, or like a movie theater in the cloud. Would love to hear, why did you decide to start Scener? Would love to hear a little more about the origin of the story of, of where, where it came from. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Scener was born inside of a bigger company called Real Networks based in Seattle. And 20 years ago, Real Networks invented streaming video, believe it or not. And, um, you know, the the founder of of real with a very smart guy called daniel who's my co-founder they were kicking some ideas around about what does the future of streaming tv look like given the you know back in the day we invented the future of streaming video in, in general and we noticed these two trends on the one hand everyone was moving to netflix to hulu and you know since then disney plus exists hbo max is about to launch there's this enormous wave of new subscription video on demand services that are sort of replacing tv as we know it and the second thing is that if you're not watching tv you're probably posting a video on your instagram story or on your snapchat or making a new tiktok video which is the big trend in pandemic america right now and so what would happen logically if you think about these two concepts the idea of premium entertainment that streams to you over the internet and the idea of social video it what would happen if you combine those two and that's where the idea for Cena was born we you know at, like many startups we have been working on the product uh relentlessly for the last couple of years and what we've discovered is that firstly people really care about hanging out together so being in the same virtual space at the same time and there's a number of new social media uh, organizations that are really locking into this idea. In particular, this has been accelerated by the fact that many people can't hang out right now in real life. So um, Cena creates this sort of hangout space. That's not what we started with, but this is where we've evolved to. And yeah, a, a, a virtual hangout space or a theater, as we like to call it, where you can watch premium TV with your friends. So when we first met a year ago or a little over a year ago, you know, I feel like in startup years, it was like a decade ago, right? Um, but really it was, it was a year ago and so much has changed for, for both of us um, from then, like you within Cena and me moving on from what I was working on um, at, the, at that moment. Love to hear, how, how has Cena changed messaging wise over the, the last year or two? And, and I think actually more importantly, We'd love to hear like how you made it decisions on on changes you know uh, whether you, you tried to brand it this way and it didn't work so how do you know how to try another way or would love to just hear the, the process of how you got to where you got today which is pretty crisp honestly I think I think your, your your branding and pitch is like pretty awesome and it has changed so do you mind sharing the process of getting to how you got to here today yeah it's uh, that's a great question um, 
it's funny because I think as a founder, when you're sort of heads down working on stuff, it's, it's not very often that there are these sort of step change or like very significant moments. It's just, a, it's just a constant process. It's a, uh, a war of attrition. <laughs> and I think the same is true with Senior. And you know, actually the, the only distinction uh, that is worth thinking about here is, is really, again, and it's, it's an extremely sad moment in world history, uh, this pandemic. And you know, my wife is an ICU nurse and I can't begin to tell you some of the crazy things that are going on at the hospital near here and, uh, and all across the world right now in the medical field. But um, yeah, the, the, the lockdowns and the quarantine periods and the sort of self-isolation that, that this pandemic has really forced on the world um, was, was probably by far the most significant factor in what aligned our strategy and what sort of got our pitch and our messaging and the ways that we like to think about the product more sort of buttoned up and ready for, for scale. And so, you know, fast forward to before the pandemic, you, you know, we built this Chrome extension and I, having spent a ton of time trying to market it and trying to scale it, was sort of of the view that, on its own, it wasn't enough that people just didn't want to share this thing and they didn't want to use this thing frequently enough for it to be an interesting business. And so we're actually looking at other ways to, to think about bringing people together over the shows and movies that they love, um, you know, mobile apps and uh, integrations with smart devices like Roku's. Then all of a sudden, um, I was actually on vacation when it happened, as is always the way when something very urgent happens at work. Um, it was early March, you know, this pandemic had sort of starting to ramp up and, you know, various states were starting to think about how they were going to take action. And Washington state closed all of its schools. Uh, and I know that happened in a bunch of other places around the US. And then overnight, this, this notion of using a Chrome extension to watch Netflix with friends went viral. <laughs> and um, we weren't ready for it. You know, our Chrome extension had just been sat there in the store. We hadn't worked on it for six months. And out of nowhere, uh, we saw a 15x surge in people using it. And, you know, people started to like melt our database server and things like that. And, you know, it was just this very significant moment. So we tried to keep calm and carry on for a week and stay focused on our mobile strategy. And then it just, we were just being inundated with emails. So we, we took a step back and we said, you know what, this is our moment. We've got to respond to this. And that's when we decided to, to sort of completely re return to being focused on the Chrome extension, make, rebuilding the thing from the ground up to make it awesome, repositioning it to really talk about this concept of a virtual movie theater, which was a phrase that um, for a number of reasons sort of resonated primarily because people started to crave things that were virtual because they couldn't have fun on their own at home. And um, that's also when HBO reached out to us about working with them on this integration. So it, it was a very significant moment, but really it felt like a war of attrition and uh, it, it just all kind of came together in the, the last eight weeks or so. There, there's probably no other feeling like it after trying several things, um, just, just a few changes in, in the world and and everything changes for, for senior or a lot changes at least which is really exciting would love to look a little forward and kind of if, if you look out maybe five years or ten years what do you envision is the future 
um, of Scener. Ultimately, another way of, of asking the question is, what's your vision for it? How big could it get? And, and once it gets that big, like, what will it look like? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's something we think about a lot. Um, I think at its most exciting, if you vision what this kind of technology enables for folks, it's really about being a sort of destination for entertainment. It's about being a place rather than just a guide for entertainment where you can spend time with people that have a strong affinity with you for, you know, maybe it's because they love the same anime that you love, or maybe it's because they went to college with you, or maybe it's because, you know, it's Friday night and everyone else is doing it a bit like you you hear these stories of people all piling in on Fortnite at the same time. So if you imagine this, this virtual world, this sort of place that you can go to where you can get entertained and you can be surrounded by people who share your passions. um, There's a lot that flows from that in terms of, you know, what does that place look like? Is it VR or is it still just, you know, something on a flat screen um, how do people discover content together? Is it like a big conversation around what, what's worth watching? Or do people just, you know, expect that their, their preferences and, and, and their passions are so dialed in at that point that there's just like a linear channel that is just full of content that they're going to love and surrounded by other users that are just like them. There's so much that you can think about. But yeah, we really think about Scener becoming this destination for premium entertainment experiences. And I think that's a really exciting opportunity. I have one more question before we go to our final couple. Is Scener designed to work with any type of streaming company? Um, What I mean by that is like, obviously you've mentioned Netflix, but could it also work with Disney plus? Could it work with, future ESPN stream or, you know, enter a streaming company here. Is this kind of designed to work with any of them or does it just depend on who you integrate with? I guess, I guess how does that work if someone wants to know if they can watch Disney plus with their friends or ESPN something, you know, in the future with their friends? Yeah, that's another great question. When we rebuilt the product, uh, you know, a couple months ago, we did it specifically to facilitate the opportunity for it to support a whole multitude of other platforms. So we pulled the, the social components into their own dedicated window and then laid out the screen so that it interplays with um, the content that you're watching. And you can do various things to put it into full screen mode. But the, the, the entire vision when we did that was that this would be um, essentially like a social remote control, a place where not just the buttons that you push change what you're watching, but they bring your friends along for the ride. Um, And so, yes, our our plan is for it to support any premium entertainment experience that you want to have across any provider. Um, It's not the case that this is just going to be an overnight thing. There is work to be done to integrate with various sources of content and there are deals to be struck on our side to sort of partner with those sources so they feel good about the integration. Um, but yeah, expect a lot of progress on that, on that in the very near future. And for my final question, you know, you have something pretty incredible that you've built. You have market tides going in your direction. How can the forward thinking founders community help you? Do you have an ask for anyone listening, whether it's a hiring ask or becoming a user ask or anything in between that we can help with? 
That's such a that's such a nice thing to to say. Thank you. Um, you know, when people ask me this question, the the first thing I always say is, please go use the product because um, that's how we learn, right? People use the product and they they discover things that that they that they love and they discover things that they don't, and then they tell them to us, and we sort of work from that basis. We we had an email this morning from a user who who told us that her relationship only existed because of Sino, which uh, was kind of an amazing thought, actually. People have told us that we've saved their relationships in the past, but no one's ever said that they're only in a relationship because of our product. So um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you all. Um, in, with regards to sort of more strategic things, like, yeah, take a look at what we're doing. And if you think you have an idea or you have a, a network or some other thing that would be useful and a win-win for us to work with you on, reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to do exactly what you just said and, and give it a shot and, and try out Scener, um, do you, what's the URL? Do you have a Twitter account? You know, do you have an email? How can people get in touch with you or how can they, um, how can they use Scener? Yeah, it's all very simple. So the, the hardest thing is that my accent doesn't necessarily convey the spelling of the word as well as it could, but it's the, it's the word scene as in movie scene with an R on the end.com. So S-C-E-N-E-R.com. From there, you can get the product. You can follow us on Twitter. We're just at Cena on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. You can email us. We're hello at Cena.com. That goes to the team. You can email me. I'm joe at cena.com. And then, yeah, please give it a shot and let us know. All right. Well, it was great hearing you know, where Cena is today. I know it's been a journey like it always is with every startup. And I'm just glad to hear that things are going well. And hopefully some of the listeners will give it a shot and, and try out Cena. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really enjoyed catching up and, and wish you best of luck bringing Cena into the world. Thanks, Matt. It's been a pleasure. All right, thank you for tuning in to that episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I really want to thank our sponsors of today's episode, Turing, for supporting June's episodes of Forward Thinking Founders. If you are a startup founder or a CEO and have any need for technical talent or need an engineering team, specifically a remote engineering team, I highly encourage you to check out Turing.com and see what they can do for you. They have a two-week risk-free trial where you can check out what they have going on and if you go over to turing.com t-u-r-i-n-g.com tell them matt sherman sent you tell them matt sherman six six being the month of june thanks for listening to today's episode and i'll see you tomorrow peace